listeners, welcome to another episode of Perspective with Viv. My name is Viv and welcome to the show. Today we have another freestyle episode because now I'm realizing that I'm that girl. Do I really need structure like that? When I first started this podcast, I was just here for fun and I was talking about what I liked. And today, the first thing that I thought about when I woke up was what is my why? Why am I doing things? You know, what's the reason behind why you started something? So I want to talk about that today amongst other things that may come up. So let's see how it goes. So speaking of my why, why did I make this podcast? So at first, when I made this podcast, I made it in order to promote my music because I just jumped into music and I wanted a platform in which I could showcase my music and, you know, put my name out there. So by the time I'm ready to do the music. People already know me from something. And that's how the podcast started. And at first, it was just me talking about things that I really liked. And I talked about myself a lot because from the world I've been in, there has been no space for myself, which is why I created the podcast so I could have space for me in order to explore me and use me as a case study for other people to understand themselves because I believe that we're mirrors and if there's a high chance that what I'm going through or what I've gone through is something that you've gone through and my wisdom from the experience can aid you in what you're going through, you know, and then you can think about it through your eyes, through your perspective, and then form your own decision on how you're going to go about it. So that's, that was my why. I think I also wanted a safe container for me to build myself because I f- still feel that having one name that carries all these things that I do is a bit difficult for me because I love lines between myself, you know, And more than ever, I feel like I love the fact that I'm allowing myself to just be. There's no need to say who does what or what does what. I'm just being. And that's why we have the website. And if you haven't checked our website, the website is called etherealfi.com. Yes. And if you really, really are enjoying the podcast, leave a message at our Twitter account. Um, It's vivaciousviv.com. Thank you. So my why, right? So I made this podcast for myself first and foremost. And today I was thinking about why I do the things that I do. You know, I work very hard. I put in so much effort. I don't want to work in a system that this world has created in which you, you, you have this certain format that life is supposed to go. And I don't want that. I've never wanted that for myself because I feel like it's mainstream. I don't like being mainstream. I like being in the crevice where people don't really know that there are hidden gems. That's where you enjoy the most. Even if it's a niche community, I think that that's just awesome. So I realized that I wanted that space for myself to explore aspects of myself that don't necessarily show up in this world. And with my why, with how hard I work, I realized that I don't want to work hard for something that may not bring value to me. I don't want to work hard for the wrong things. I don't want to put something out there that is to make money and then I lose the passion for it, you know? So I have to draw lines and figure out why I'm doing something, you know? And is that enough to keep going? Is that enough to sit with and develop and put a professional aspect on it? Because this is a professional space for me as well as personal, but I have my version and my perspective on what professionalism looks like to me. So I don't conform 
to how it seems or how it's it's perceived because I remember when I started this podcast I didn't ever think about what the episode would be I just went straight to recording and I haven't done that in a while I've planned my episodes I love planning and structure I love a content um, schedule I love that I have calendar invites or calendar reminders of you know posting a podcast episode or recording for a podcast episode you know I love that however the juice of it was was leaving I felt it leaving because then I started to do episodes every week and I didn't use, used to do that I used to post it when I wanted within a good time frame and I like that that side I liked when I was posting one every week I do love that consistency but after a while I knew that if I've been so consistent for this long I think a couple of months I knew I was going to take a break afterwards I always when I reach a plateau in my life I stop I have to look for something else that's going to give me like an excitement of some sort, a different kind of excitement. So I have to do things a different way. So I realized that about myself and this step back, along with the time of launching the podcast, I feel like I realized that I have a lot of work that I'm doing that I've put on for myself and I've not categorized what is fun, what is professional and what actually needs that real structure and consistency that I've been doing. I feel as though you can have the right skills and qualities, but you may be putting all of that in the wrong thing, in the wrong person, in the wrong relationship, you know. I think it's about identifying what is the right thing, person, connection, business opportunity to put my energy into that will give me fruits, that will bear me fruit and value. So that is where I am right now. And that is why I thought about my why. I feel as though I'm doing work first and foremost for myself and God. It's always been like that. And when I start to bring in other people to be accommodating, it loses its <laughs> it loses its charm. But not with this podcast so far. I feel like I, I know what I was doing when I created this podcast in the format that it's at. And more than ever, I'm realizing what I would really love to do moving forward with every single part of myself. So my why for this podcast, I've said it, but it's really about us growing. I know that there are people like me out there, like you're just this dark, feminine, sultry, sexy, um, nerdy. I love with some hot nerds, you know. I feel like you're just a dynamic person and possibly you hide different parts of yourself so that you're not attacked or put down and you've learned to validate yourself i think this is the space for you i i i'm using the space to see myself clearly but i love the idea of it helping other listeners see themselves clearly too and i love the idea of finding people that are just like me because now i want to see who i am clearly when it's only me and god in the space of me as a personality Mm-hmm. as me as a human as me of as me in, as the creator or co-creator of my life and i want you to think the same about yourself why do you do the things you do i asked myself a question as well i said if i wasn't doing all of these things based on survival what would i be doing would i still be doing these things and i got my answer for many things i think i would have a totally different life if i wasn't doing certain things on survival so I'd love for us to shift from a place of doing things in order to survive to doing things from a place of thriving. There's a distinction when we think about 
using what we have to get to where we are going because it's not everybody that has the same resources that we do that we have you know like for example they've always said that it's difficult to try and work on creating a life for yourself or co-creating when you're not having your basic needs met so this kind of um, this theory is based on you already have your basic needs met and you just need clarity and self-awareness on how to go towards the life that you want for yourself for me i've asked myself that yeah if i'm moving from a place of thriving what does my life look like and my life looks like a totally different shift from this i like the idea of having multiple lives but i know that there's a difference between my private life my public life and what takes precedence okay my life is more private focused than public i feel like the public is the second born or th- yeah the second born if i had children my main work is in my private life what does that look like i'm not sure yet but i want you to think about what your main work is in everybody's purpose is different some of us are in the limelight some of us are behind the scenes but still recognized and acknowledged you know your purpose lies in different places it's not all being in the front some of us are sexually comfortable behind the scenes giving the advice and guidance when necessary and knowing the secrets and holding it down and working in a place where people don't see us you know pardon me let me take a drink Ooh. you know i want you to think about life like that like Think about what your life really would look like if you were acting from a place of I am thriving, not I am trying to survive. Oh, it changes everything. It changes the way you think, the way you see things. For me, one thing I would tell you is that I realized that I'm building my own table. Oh, and it was the sexiest realization for me. I'm building my own table. I've always been good at that. I know things. I know how to do things. But I don't feel like I ever had the full confidence to step into my shoes and say, girl, it's time for you to rule. Remember so many episodes ago, I said something about how it's time for you to step into the limelight, be the Lion King, raw, shine. We're there now, you know. I feel like it's the same for me. I show up, but am I showing up to my fullest capacity? When I'm showing up from a place of survival, I'm more inclined to dim my light so that people don't come for me. But if I'm acting from a place of thriving, I wouldn't do that. I would expand because I'm here to thrive. What makes me thrive? What action makes me thrive? You get me? Which is why focus is also important. Sometimes when are environments in which we have people that are really enamored, with us or charmed by us we have other people that look at us as if they detest us that's mean in rooms you know but i used to i'm finding that now due to me having like my memories coming back really going into the nitty-gritty of my chunks of memories that i removed from my life i am realizing that i used to focus on those things when i could focus on more but I understood that there's a place I'm coming from in which that was what was the only thing to focus on. So to see a contrast is not something I'm used to. I don't know how to engage with it, which leads me to instinct. One thing I'm learning as I'm growing and as I'm becoming my own woman, I want to create the world I want to see, that I see in my heart. And sometimes we may not be around or 
in a community or environment that portrays that kind of vision that we hold in our heart. So we don't act from that place that we would if that vision was had already come to pass. What do I mean? Confident, assertive, you know, shining our light. We've not seen anybody do that. So we conform partially. And when you have that defining moment where you can choose to be different, you've seen that visual imagery that your instinct shows you. Talk like this, say this, do this. But you're not sure because you haven't seen people around you trust their instincts. You haven't seen people around you trust the image that comes to their mind. It's a defining moment because it is from there that I can say, even though I've not seen what it is that I feel is true in my heart with my physical eyes from other people around me, I can be the one that does it because I've seen the image in my mind. I can trust what I'm seeing in my heart and my mind that has been shown to me by my instincts. Let me make this decision. Let me do this act. Let me see this thing. Let's see what happens. Trust it. That's where I'm at right now. That's a defining sweet spot. There's so many defining intuitive moments where we can choose differently. But that societal programming comes in and says, normally, the normal thing that people would do in this situation is to do this, but it's not a place of integrity. It's not a good place just because everybody is doing it. Your heart and intuition has said, do this, go left. Trust it, even though you haven't seen anybody do it. Don't be afraid to be a pioneer, a trailblazer. Don't be afraid to step the fuck up. Some of us have that calling, but we're looking around for everybody else to be doing it before we do it. But we don't know that we have the blueprint for certain things and there's nobody that can do it like us. You have to know that about yourself and see where you're slacking. Because I feel like if you're in a place of survival, you're not going to see that. Survival mode is looking around for other people to be doing what it is that you feel called to do so that you feel validated, so that you feel supported, so that you don't stand out and you're less likely to be attacked. That is being safe. Mm? But thriving is stepping forward and not thinking twice. You have a blueprint. You have a plan. You have a journey to take. You're ready. You don't care. Because even though people may jeer at you and make fun of you, they're inspired, bitch. They always are. I've noticed that people that talk down to me a lot are one of my most biggest fans. And I mean that because behind the scenes, they're telling other people good things about me. But when you see me in person, you're talking shit to me. You get me? I don't see it as something big because I now realize that there's a child in all of us. We are still children in adult bodies. And that's why we need to be gentle and sensitive with each other. If we can understand that way of thinking, we can change everything. If we change our focus on certain things, we can change things. You get me? But one thing I want us to do is be able to trust that visual imagery that we're giving when our intuition shows us something or speaks to us. I'm saying this to myself as well because let me tell you, Intuition is my best friend. Society tries to rip you apart from it. And I feel like I'm building that journey back to her. Because once we're back together, everything is just going to be popping. And I want to advise you to do the same. Women need their intuition. You get me? We all need our intuition. And that's why it's extra sexy to me when masculines use their intuition. I love a masculine that is in tune with their feminine side. They're intuitive. They act on it. They act on their nudges. They trust their feelings. You know, they're soft, but they're so tough. I love a balanced masculine. Do you get me? Oof. Because why, do, why is it that in the shower today, I was saying to myself that, look, let me be honest with you, darling. You haven't really, you haven't seen the kind of divine masculines that you see in your heart, right? You haven't seen it yet. I know that in one episode I said that I'm meeting 
people that embody that, but that's a lie. You get me? I was willing it. You understand? I don't want you to think that nah. In my in my spirit world, I have to work. That's how I work. I work with the with the ethereal world first before physical. I'm not a physical person. I'm more spirit. So that's how I work. So this is why in the shower, when I was thinking about how I've not met any divine masculine just yet on earth, I said that, but you know how to be a divine masculine. Me, I'm a balanced woman. I have feminine and masculine energy in me, just like everybody else. And I know what it's like to be sexy as divine feminine. Back in the day, men would come up to my past self and be like, you know, you may be so small, but you actually feel like you're six feet tall. I said, what? Another person came in and said, you have big cat energy. Another person came and said, you have big dick energy. Girl, I'm not even trying. I'm just being, because let me tell you something. There's one thing I know very well is how to be a divine masculine. I don't know what it is. It's just something that I was born with. Like I said before, I feel like I was a man in my past, my last past life before this one. I know what it's like to be a sexy man. I tell you, I will admit that because let me tell you something. It makes me feel sexy to say because there's a way that you feel like there's a sexual prowess that you that you have when you're able to tap into your masculine energy as a woman. Do you get me? And you're able to balance it with your feminine as per being a balanced person. You're healthy in your masculine and feminine energy. Everybody needs to have that because that would really push things forward. So when I had that thought in the shower today, when I thought to myself that, uh uh-uh, you haven't seen any divine masculines and you know what is because you have not started acting like the divine masculines that you see in your heart and your mind, bitch. Like I said, I have the blueprint. It's not me. It's, I'm the one that is stopping myself from stepping into my shoes. Does that make sense? Where are you stopping yourself from stepping into your shoes because you hold the blueprint? Hello, girl. Look, we're all doing the same thing. Let's try and do it faster. Do you get me? So I feel like that's what's really going on. And it makes me feel really good to say this because one thing I know, like I said before, my masculine energy makes me feel extra sexier than my feminine energy. I don't know what it is. You get me? Like, I, I, I know. So that energy is there. I've not seen it outside. Maybe that's why masculine is always that insecure, always try to take me down and I beat them up with my spirit. <laughs> that's why I'm always fighting them. Like, look at me. I'm a woman in a, I'm a man in a woman's body. And I, you, you want me to be telling you how to be a man? Come on. Anyway, it's not my problem. All I'm trying to say is that if I know how to do something, I should do it myself. Why should I wait for other people to do it and then be angry that they're not doing it? It's not their, their job. It's my job to step into my shoes and do it, right? So I'm going to, okay? So let me tell you something. Let me tell you a beautiful dream that came to my mind when I was in the shower that and um, I had that thing of being my own masculine. Um, there was a person that um, passed me was seen not claiming um <laughs> that's about that past me was saying and in the dream i was teaching that person how to be masculine or something i was teaching that person to be either feminine or something either way i was teaching that person to be some i gave that person the cheat code or more that person did it didn't even do it well then when it was my turn it was time for me to do my own part and show them I'm masculine, but I held back because I expected him to teach me how to be masculine. Do you get me? Because he's the man. 
as often as I said, how oh, you played yourself, you're teaching somebody how to be something. Meanwhile, you're not even giving yourself any cheat codes or using the cheat codes you have to show that you're this thing. All I know is that that I did the work for them. The person just got like a C or something. When it was my turn, I was even shocked that I was even giving being given a test. I was like, that is it is this not only given to men? And when I saw my test, I look at the person, the guy to help me. The guy didn't have the answers on how to be masculine. And then something in my mind said, you've played yourself because you give somebody the answers and cheat codes to be a certain thing. Now it's your own exam. You're not using your cheat codes. You don't have anything. You're not trusting yourself. Yes, I didn't trust my own cheat codes for this thing because it was an unexpected exam. What am I trying to say here? I've always had it. I didn't need to be guiding a masculine to be something to me. Hello, I'm not your mom. I already know how to be that to myself, which is what which is what will make the insecure ones extra intimidated. I'm playing a bigger game here. You get me? And I think that that's what all ladies are doing now. Like, I really love that on a real wide, widespread level, we're really upping our games. There's nothing I love to see than women in their power. There's nothing I hate to see that women with insecure men that are bringing them down. You don't even have what she has. I think you can reduce her to your level. You're sick. I love it when women just leave them. I love it when women are nasty to insecure men. Be as nasty as you want to be. Destroy their spirit. They deserve it. And then you leave and you never look back. Trust me. Oh, it doesn't matter. Let me tell you this. It doesn't matter how long you're in it and what you went through and the stupid things that you did. It doesn't matter why. At the end of the day, you're the one that left and you're the one that left them in the dust. And don't be afraid to be wicked as you're leaving them. If you want to know how to do that, check out my episode on ghosting, baby. I got you. Yeah, the New Year's Eve episode. So my point is this, like, I have a blueprint for myself for certain things that I need to do and be in this world sometimes we may be chasing like you know public recognition for our work and everything but i realized for me i already shine naturally without being so out there so i can use that shine in a different way that is more is more alignment and more authentic to my soul my spirit and my journey i have to figure out what my blueprint is and act from there you get me what is your blueprint what is your purpose what is your journey do you think that you're chasing the wrong things for the wrong reasons if you shifted from a place of survival to a place of thriving who would you become i think you'd be i think you would be an even better bitch than you are now that's what i think i think that your standards would be even higher you get me because more than anything i've realized in terms of standards honestly girls we just need to do really keep it in the sky trust me if I'm saying something like, oh, I can be the masculine that I've been searching for, that divine masculine that I said I love, and I really think I should do an episode on what a divine masculine is to me, I can do. if I can do that for myself, if, you know what I said before. I don't even know what episode I said this, but I said that if I'm doing all these things for myself and I'm giving myself a great time, if you're coming in, you're coming in times 10, because you have to show me that it's worth having you in my life to add to what I'm currently doing. Don't ever let anybody come into your life to take from you. If they're not adding something, get them the fuck out, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying, I feel like life's about to become so much more delicious than it used to be. I feel like that full moon lunar eclipse that we had before was sexy. I feel like it's where we need to really hold on to ourselves. I feel like there's this so the full moon in Luna, the full moon lunar eclipse was in Scorpio, which really represents transformations, bursting through as a phoenix, like dying and being reborn. And don't be afraid to be dark and intense, women. 
Don't be afraid to be dark and intense, everyone. <laughs> don't be afraid to be yourselves. Don't be afraid to be sexy. Don't be afraid to be mean. I want it's look, if you're mean for the right reasons, be mean. We don't do nice girls here, okay? Even if you're a nice girl and you're coming, you, we can build you up to be a mean girl in the in the right way, you know? But, like, I myself pride myself on not being a nice girl anymore. You get me? I want to say pride myself. I'm still in that journey. I haven't gotten to the end. I'm doing me, but... What? Okay, no, that is not true. That's a lie. I'm so sorry. The way I, my face just went into a scowl. I'm no longer a nice girl. I'm not a nice girl, bitch. I love to be a mean girl in the right way. Like I said, boundaries make me feel sexy. I will tell you that I don't give a fuck about what you're telling me. Get the fuck out of my face. I do not care. You hear me? Because I now know who the fuck I am. And I know that people will take the piss when they think that you're fucking dumb. Don't let... I mean, you can let people think you're fucking dumb and let them let them underestimate you, right? But don't be afraid to pull the rug from under their feet when they are acting stupid and show them who the fuck you really are. I love that reveal. It's like, ta-da, I'm here. And everyone is shocked and surprised. They thought you were a fucking buffoon, you know? Please. Anyway, this is what it is. I love what's going on. What else did I want to say? I think this is it. I'm feeling really good and sexy because I've said what I need to say. I think you should just trust yourself, trust your blueprint, trust your plan. Don't be afraid to step into your shoes. So I'm going to do this little exercise, all right? And I'll let you know how it goes. I'm doing this exercise in which I ask myself, if I was moving from a place of thriving, what would I do? I know that the first thing I would do is sleep a lot more, okay? I would sleep a lot more if I was thriving. I sleep well right now but there will be a different kind of sleep it wouldn't be the sleep of i'm not fully comfortable it would be the sleep of i'm actually having the best time of my life doing what i love and just doing not doing so much that i'm overexerted you know that's how i feel so yeah that's a question good question to ask yourself what would i do if i was moving from a place of thriving what would i do if i was moving from my own autonomy what would I do if I was moving from a place of the heart? What, what visions have I been shown internally that I'm waiting to see outside, but really I should be the one to implement it? Ask yourself these questions, see what comes up. Yeah, I think I'm done for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, my loves. Um, check us out on the website. I now post blog posts coinciding with each episode. Whatever comes to my mind, I'll post about it. But yeah, shout out to you all. Um, love you. Talk to you soon. Take care.